0: naturally begin naturally um well i don't know man um but the wall street bet stuff okay jump on that because i just found out about that today uh and okay. you sound like you know more about that so give me
1: the i mean i've been the I've one following it man i've i've been all over this shit just because i'm i'm on the stock trading apps all the time and i'm i'm in a couple groups and all this stuff, I, you know, stock trading is kind of. Uh, I've been interested in it, but then like I didn't really take a dive until like last year recently, and like it, mm. it's it's just interesting how the dynamics work and, and everything. But related to the Wall Street bet stuff, so you know, GameStop, right? That fucking shitty company. That sorry, I have a thing about GameStop. I, I fucking hate GameStop. GameStop took advantage of me I'm... as a kid. It's like okay. GameStop's <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like the GameStop's like that uncle who like stole money from you, like when you were sure. like fucking ten years old. You know, like that's how I feel you did about know GameStop. It. <laughs> Dude, know, I'm, yeah.
0: but I'm also nostalgic, man. Because right now we don't know we're in the good years. Like once Blockbuster left, we were like, ah, oh, crap. You know, now we now we miss that. So I don't know. But you mm. see, I don't. You know, never mind, never mind. Because I don't think the because Blockbuster had atmosphere. Uh, GameStop does not have atmosphere. No, no, it's no. like GameStop
1: does absolutely does not have atmosphere, bro. So
0: I don't think it'll have that same feeling once it leaves. But it is yeah. with it, it is with Blockbuster. It's up there, right? So anyways. Yeah, for sure.
1: Like in, in that, in that, the nostalgia factor. Yeah. A little bit, but then like the things that they've done since then, they, they haven't established a great atmosphere, especially for like their key customers, which are kids. And sure. the reason I hate them is because like, you know, they, they, so I have this like one experience where, you know, I begged my mom to take me to GameStop. I'd never been before, but I knew they had this game that I wanted or whatever. Right. So I mm-hmm. pop in and I found out that they sell like used games, right? And I was like, "Oh, I can save some money, you know. My mom said I could buy a used game and like um I can play this game and then I can come back, sell it cuz I you know, they they told me that they, <laughs> they sell, they do sell and trade trade-ins or whatever." I was like, hey, cool. Like I can play this game for a month, come back next month and get a new yeah. game." Right? So I bought the game from them, came back the next month, they offered me $2 for that game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then I was like, "What the fuck?" So I put money on top of that, right? To you know, to get the game um and then to get a new game. And then I came back the next month to try to trade another game. And they fucking didn't even take the game mm. the next time. I was like, what the, f-? I was like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Dude. It's, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Man, taking advantage, bro. But man, but anyway,
0: here's like, the thing. If you, if you were on their end, you would be like, man, this is good business. And be high fives all around in the executive room. You know what I mean? Like, and you'd be like, nah, man, I'm doing good. But it's because you're on the other end that you hate the, the, the tactic. But really? If you were on the other side, man, and you'd see that bonus check at the end of the year because you came up with that idea. For giving kids two dollars for five games, you—I think you'd be, you know, singing a different tune. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but okay,
1: absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it yeah, just it depends on which line, receiving yeah (laughs) but they're like you know they're treating me like a like like uh like i'm a pawn shop customer you know what i mean like i'm coming in there because like i i I need to get my fix so i gotta give you you know what i mean like these gains but it's like it's not that but sure i'm like (laughs) i get my fix man
0: yeah i got i got the plug waiting man i got my 20 waiting uh that's funny all right well give me the 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 wall street the whole thing give me the whole one-on-one thing Okay, so so regardless, right? GameStop is a crappy
1: business, right? They're not sure. generating a lot of money. No experience. Their e-commerce sucks. Just not a great business. Period. Right? They're, their their employees are soulless. Well. Their employees are soulless. Oh, employees are soulless <laughs> for sure, bro. Absolutely for sure. <laughs> um, but then there's a there's a Reddit community called Wall Street Bets. Okay, so Wall Street mm-hmm. Bets is this Reddit community of um, of uh, investors. Um, some of them professional. Some of them majority probably non-professional. Yeah. but they they're kind of like um, have you seen uh wolf of wall street
0: yeah yeah they're yeah kind of,
1: they're, they're kind of like those guys that works for jordan belfort and wolf of wall street in that room where like jordan belfort's like we gotta make yeah. money and everybody's cheering along with them yeah. the community's like those people in that room right they're all just like pumped sure. about each other trying to get each other to like make more money even if like it's you know suspicious or like you know not the right way to necessarily make money or whatever right Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's a lot of great people in there, but there's also a lot of bad people in there too. In terms of like you know, their knowledge of finance and how you know how to how to do things properly and, and whatnot. Sure. So, the movement with the with the game the GameStop thing is they all they all decided that if they invest money collectively, right? If they invest money in the GameStop GameStop, the stock price is going to go up, right? Mm-hmm. So they basically just like gather this community you know convince essentially everybody to kind of invest into this company brought the stock price up right at the same time while the stock price is going up right you have on the opposite end short sellers so short sellers are mm-hmm. like these big banks big hedge funds and things like that and what the short sellers do is like they're they're betting on the stock price going down right so now it becomes a war between you know these wall street uh, wall street bet like redditors right reddit users versus like these big these mm-hmm. banks and like hedge funds and things like that right mm-hmm. so then like so it's like it's, it's a competition between that and the and the the banks are like betting against them um um you know the the community's like you know betting towards the price going up so then you then from there like you know the, the news spread and now you have a whole community of people right investing to this like oh shit like game stocks going up like there's a there's a chance for me to like make money off of this right but on mm-hmm. top of that there's now this movement that's formulating right which is like it's like um it's the reddit community like uh, the wall street bet community has now expanded to like you know just regular people whatever so now it's now it's uh, essentially poor people versus rich people if that makes sense yeah yeah and that's kind of like what it's no accelerated yeah. to.
0: I've I've been on it before, uh, even before this, and it's interesting, man, because it's like a combination of econ one hundred and one with meme culture, like somehow intertwined. Oh god! And if if you're like, you can read and you can understand sort of, but then at the same time, they're speaking a different language because it's a weird, like, like if you if you haven't kept up, you're lost as to what exactly they're talking about. But I do love a lot mm. of the, like the gay bears, all that kind of crap that they say. Autistic, <laughs> autistic, <laughs> yeah, exactly do that. I find that hilarious. <laughs> like I'm, a, like yeah. What do they say? They, they call themselves autistic. They call themselves gay bears, and uh, I feel like there's a couple of things. But uh, but it's hilarious, it's, man. It, it's it's, it's funny. An interesting
1: community, bro. Yeah, it's such it an really
0: is and it it feels like it's just a lot of people who who are at home right, and like I, I like my mind doesn't picture professionals, which I'm sure there are, but I feel like the majority are there because like like I don't know they they, they I, I I don't know I imagine still people in college or not in college with like micro dosing mushrooms and taking Adderall, and like are just playing war with like they're grand that they have in the back account, you know whatever they earned that it's, summer, like I don't picture. Like
1: anybody else, but those types of people. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly them, bro. And they're just gam they're gambling away. And, and they happen to be relatively winning right now. How big is,
0: how big is the, the, the group is pretty big, right? Are they like, are they touching a million or are they like a quarter million?
1: You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it is touching a million just cause like they've, they've been pretty notable like um, in yeah. the news and, and, uh, and everything in the past Recently year, but- too. Because there was yeah, something recently. else
0: that they did earlier in the in the year, too, and I don't remember what it was. Because I don't think this was the first time they did something like this. I think this was, I, I don't know, I remember like a year or two ago, there was another thing that they tried to do. And uh, I can't recall, but it's hilarious how they go about it. It's not PC at all. and it's And I like it. I mean, it's funny. It really is funny
1: it is funny yeah it it isn't pc and man i i i love the spirit of of it too like right now i mean originally i was like okay you know it's it's interesting to see not necessarily my kind of thing but like i love the community now because like they're like convincing people to like well the movement's becoming more than them with what it originally started right there's a community side to that too right but now like you got aoc on the bandwagon and like a bunch of other people who are like yo man let these fucking people trade you know like exactly. let these people do their you know let the people do their thing um but yeah that was kind of the other thing i, w- I want to touch on too is so um robin hood the app recently uh this morning as of this morning <laughs> blocked trading for GameStop and amc which is like another target of like uh, of wall street bets to like uh to okay. pump up so, yeah. and everybody just lost it, bro like they they're losing it sure. because, yeah, because now you have uh, kind of what we talked about last episode, which was like censorship, so they're they're censoring you know your ability to sure. to trade right now, and exactly, and it's it's oh. funny because, like I'm actually a really big fan of Robin Hood, and everybody is.
0: When Robin Hood came out, every fourteen year old who was who was business minded had their parents open them account for them
1: with their mm. with their
0: like checking account. Like everybody I know that jumped on uh, Robin Hood, it it just allowed for a whole mass of people who weren't like doing because 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 I used to trade before and I was using a Mary Trade and uh, but 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 not everybody that I knew was using Mary Trade. A lot of people were using E Trade, but then Robin Hood somehow like lowered the entry level of. Cause the the interface of the app is so like streamlined, it's it's quite basic. Not not in like Mm -hmm. a negative way. It's just very user friendly that I noticed. Like a lot of young people hopped in on it. But anyways, but yeah, I, I can see how everybody got pissed off.
1: Yeah, I mean they they democratize like um stock trading to everybody, right? Like because back in the day that yeah. shit was hard, and you know a lot of times sure. stock stock trading even today I I would say um it's changing, but like it's still kind of regarded as like it's a rich person's thing, you know what I mean? Like you have to have sure. money to go and do that or whatever. But they they changed the narrative, you know, with with their app and and, and everything like that um but yeah it's, but it's 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 weird it sucks to see them like going back on their you know their 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 whole mission and ideal right it's like robin They're robin hood right they're stealing from the rich giving to the poor but they're actually sure. not helping with that necessarily right now you know what by by making that move to censor that trading but sure i can kind of see it you know they, they, they might just be trying to protect their ass right now um just because like yeah. I, I know at, at some point in time the government or somebody's going to point fingers at Robin Hood like you guys are the reason why these people were able to pump up this price and create this da 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 and all this stuff but I don't know you know I don't know yeah which
0: they're just doing the same thing the hedge funds are doing it's just that oh, now yeah, that 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 they've gone in a large group and they've leveled the playing field now it's unfair now it's all these other things and of course it's it's just class, it is class warfare it really is and uh it's unfortunate but it's those same things that let you know how rigged the system is you know and uh i don't know man we need another occupy wall street I, the first one didn't do shit it really didn't do anything <laughs> but it was but but it but it was just a bunch of people getting together you know cooking out there whatever doing whatever they were doing not not much got done but it's it seemed like a lot of fun to be in new york for those what few weeks it was like i think we should have a second one but of but oh, of course like
1: but i don't it's know how that would look city. like imagine imagine creating a uh entrepreneur imagine creating an airbnb experience for protesting oh interesting yeah, you sign, like you sign it, up like, I, you sign up i give you a sign a couple of t-shirts you know what i mean couple some some face paint and maybe like a molotov mm-hmm. cocktail boom oh yeah
0: well that's more like hiring a mob like that's hiring <laughs> like like protesters which is an actual thing like uh I know I know there was – I remember was, there was a service that was not being offered, but not to the common person, but I remember there was like an interview on this guy whose whole business was like you can hire a crowd for any particular reason, whether you're a politician, whether you were campaigning, or campaigning for this movement, like you could hire a crowd. Um, but, but you're talking about like individuals signing up, not like a company goes and like hires a crowd so that it looks like it, the, the location is occupied um but yeah anyways but that, that's a good idea yeah i guess so here's a sign here's 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 like a ten dollar credit to chipotle you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know take your instagram
1: photo you don't even have to necessarily believe in the movement maybe you do you know yeah just uh, chill we, out here we, yeah, <laughs>
0: we, we have a guy yeah. out here handing out joints just hang out guys just don't move stay here <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't move uh, sign his waiver <laughs> uh, for real for real um related to that what you're just saying there, there's a there's an app in japan where you can hire like um like random people to like accompany you to places and stuff like that
0: oh okay um, is, is there a limit yeah. like how, of how many people you can hire to get Oh, you can do it like i can show up to heb or like to walmart with like 100 people if i had the cash like Basically, in what way yeah. can i hire
1: people oh okay <laughs> yeah, You can you can hire them just to be just to, yeah just to like be there and like be f- essentially fake friends with you. Um, I think that's oh, is, is, is okay, okay. about yeah. Huh. And, uh, Would you? It's apparently pretty popular, especially, I don't know, because, you know, it's... Uh, it's
0: because Japan, man, the culture there, no one has a friend. They're working, like, 14 hours a day. They go home. Half the male population isn't married. Uh, everybody's deep into anime. Like, the the, the work structure is terrible. I can see why you want to hire a friend. Like, mm. like, isn't the suicide rate crazy in Japan? The, the, the work culture, like, has caused a lot of suicide rates among young people both male and female that's how i understand it right
1: yeah i'm not sure but yeah i mean that seems definitely feasible i I know for sure in japan that like suicide is regarded as some sometimes as an honorable thing and and as an okay option you know if if specific things happen whatever whereas like you know in the states like suicide is is essentially never an option right it should never be an option is how they how we were i thought it. it was
0: i thought it was like honor before death or like Death before honor. How does it go? Anyways, but you would kill yourself, right? In order not to surrender yourself to the enemy. But I was like Imperial Japan. I was like back in the day. Now it's kind of like, I don't know if it's that all. I mean, is it? I don't know, man. I'm not <laughs> questioning what you're saying. I'm just saying like, is, is it, is it, is it look like it's like, Hey, well, you know, you're not, you're kind of useless. So go ahead and just eliminate yourself from the system. In order for efficiency, Dude. is 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 Japan that cruel? <laughs> I Rid of yourself for like... the sake of the state efficiency.
1: <laughs> i don't know it's it's necessary for the state but i think it's like so so there's a um there's a forest in japan they call it uh i don't know the exact name of it, but they call it suicide forest right and huh. it's well known it's a well-known place where like you know where people go oh to yeah. yeah 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 and like they don't close it down like it's it's open like you know the park the people protect the park and things like that like it's it's a it's an okay thing to have like for them you know and um yeah i mean and like there's signs up like i think there's a vice documentary there's signs up of like yeah. saying, telling you like hey you know please like make sure like you know if you're gonna kill yourself like um it's guess the, like be sure like you're gonna like you know 100 sure you're gonna do it like you have a reason you know to do it or whatever and like there's not another reason for you to live right there's like signs blocking you or helping you try to like not do it but then people do it anyway so
0: yeah i think that's just a clear sign of like the system isn't for the human soul or or you know what I mean like it's something is is off like it's i don't think it's ever a, re, a reasonable i mean i can understand someone's pain i i think we've all had thoughts of suicide and 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 we could justify doing it i i i grasp where the mind can go um but at the same time like it says a lot about the system uh that produces that state of mind I mean there's a lot of things right it could be internal biological social and then on top of that the, the system that the state has you know if it's if it's all work and no play and if the work is meaningless and it's not tied to something you love to do I mean you crush the soul like really mm. you really do crush the soul and sometimes there's nowhere to run like where can you go where I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not being anti-work but where can you go where you can find a healthy balance of work and play Denmark? I don't know. The Netherlands? Who has good bounds? The Norway? Someone does. I, I think it's Norway. I'm not too sure. But it ain't Japan. It, it,
1: <laughs> that's for Denmark, sure. You know? Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. You know, I had an a interesting conversation with a friend the other day about why, like, um, like Denmark and, and, you know, Holland and places like that, like, are just like regarded as like the happiest places on earth, right? The happiest countries or whatever. And Mm -hmm. he was saying, he was saying he thinks that the reason that they are that way is because like they are, you know, historically some of like the richest nations ever, right? Like the Dutch Mm -hmm. India company, right? owned all the spice Mm -hmm. trader routes and all the things like that. They're like at one time or another like the biggest company in the world. And and I think today still like value today is still like the most valuable company in the world. And like that wealth has distributed to the people and to the country. Mm -hmm. So they're able to like live in a different, you know, different uh, level of means compared to the rest of the world.
0: Yeah, but OK, but you're saying that, the OK, I guess I guess we have to say, like, are we saying that the means provides a materialistic surrounding that elevates the soul in feeling better? Or is it that the, the wealth allows for there to be more downtime, allowing for individuals to focus on their true passions and, and have stronger communities? Because not everybody's locked up from eight to eight, you know, like Japan is. You know, like Definitely there's time yeah. and and and, the, and because also I'm I'm assuming the size of the, the country, like I, I think that's one of I, one of the benefits of like, like unlike America, there's it, it's such a melting pot, which there's a lot of positive to that. But at the same time, there's no unifying culture besides like what baseball I don't know, like it's just it's not really there. Right. I mean, yes, we're mm-hmm. all patriotic to a certain extent. But, you know, someone like Denmark, like you, like you can you can go look left and right and know that everybody's going to know the same Viking chant. You know what I mean? Like there's like this mm. deep, deeper sense of like, OK, not only are we of the same uh, people group under the same flag, but ethnically we're like we're so, you know, still the same. And and, and then a lot of people may say, well, they're not diverse or whatever. Well, OK, well, that's one way to look at it. But another thing it just makes that whole group of individuals that more, um, I don't know stronger i suppose or or Mm, or i don't know but then again uh, but then again like you i've seen so many people from across cultures come together and just the same level of bond um but but man united states is just so big man it's just such a large piece of land that when you compare it to a size of new jersey and i everybody in new jersey is the same then of course you can have this unified like I don't know, just this strong sense of community. Where I don't know, me, I don't know, I don't know what what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it's it's hard to compare f- with the U.S. to such a small mm-hmm. country, you know? Because um, yeah. for them, just, everybody they know is their is is literally their family to to some extent. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, you know? Absolutely, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Because we're well, so um, big, there's there's a lot of opportunity for you know dispute and differences, and exactly uh, do a lot more things to there's more work to find commonplace exactly yeah, yeah. there's it a lot it's, there's
0: more work involved and and that's when things get a little difficult um but yeah man uh robin hood what were you saying how do we get there where are we going
1: <laughs> <laughs> the question of life bro <laughs> the question of life. where yeah <laughs> where where are we going
0: uh, uh <laughs> so related, but tell me
1: uh
0: yeah go ahead go to the crypto stuff tell me about that i because i don't even know i couldn't even open up the link on my phone where are you uh, or unless you want to bridge it somewhere else. Because um, yeah, we're talking sure. about
1: Masterworks? Masterworks, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that because it's related to like, you know, FinTech and, and, and Robinhood and yeah. so forth. So tell me about so that because I know nothing of it. So I, I kind of just uh, discovered this. I mean, I knew about Masterworks, but I actually did like a deep read on it um, uh, the other day. So Masterworks is an app that is very similar to Robinhood. It allows me or you, like a regular person, to go and invest in um Uh a piece of art like a master's piece of art so like you know um Whatever it may be a uh, Van Gogh, I think, are is, is on there. You know, you got the Basquiat's, Warhols. You know, whatever it may be, you can invest. Kind of invest yeah. in. Um, you don't necessarily have to buy the piece because you know traditionally you would. What we, you would do is like you'd have to own that actual piece outright, or you know you're part of some um, larger investment group that goes and buys that you know piece of artwork for however much millions of dollars or whatever it may be. But now you know you wait your, a your minute, I can go, can go and buy a piece of art for like a uh, dollar, two dollars, whatever.
0: So is so so basically artwork ca- can now have stockholders is that kind of like yeah. what I'm thinking is, is shareholders is that right like everybody exactly, invests bro. a dollar to own a, a masterpiece and then over the years it increases in value
1: exactly bro, oh, yeah. and then gosh. And then increase in value <laughs> and then eventually somebody buys that piece right and then you you know you're making money off of that once you can you can you can sell that piece to somebody else you know what I mean like now um, the, the price has gone up you know whatever a thousand x whatever um, now you're like okay i'm gonna go ahead and sell this you know share it to somebody else or um, i believe also if somebody buys that piece of art so let's say you know a, a, a saudi king or something like that is like man i really want this basket i'm gonna pay 200 million dollars for it right so then yeah. once he buys it right he's cashing you can cash out at that point in time you get the money for you know whatever shares that you, would, you, would, um, you own of it um, but yeah so that's one part of it that's that. Uh, that's that part of. Um, this is not kind of related. This is kind of related to crypto side, but like I'll get into the crypto side too. But so what that is doing, right? What they're doing is like you know democratizing your ability to like you know own it, own a, own an art asset class is what they call it. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing it does too is it's it's adding transparency to like the value of art, right? Like traditionally, you know, um, you'd have to get art through like uh, art dealers christie's auctions and things like that and what happens a lot of times is like um uh like let's say there's an up-and-coming artist right uh you you know one of the hardest things to do as an artist is price your work right so you have an art dealer and people like that who kind of help you price your work right and then eventually that you know they buy that art from you or they find a buyer and things like that and then things happen behind closed doors where eventually you know that price for some reason just boom pops up and then it's like well what the fuck like my art just went from being like five thousand dollars a piece to like being 100k 200 you know million whatever it is and like the the original artist is like not you know not uh gaining any value from that other than you know becoming a little bit more famous things like that but like that original artwork you don't own it anymore you know what i mean so yeah
0: there's um, a there's a good uh there's a good documentary on hbo and i think it's called the price of art Something like that um something like that there's there's only like two or three like two or three art documentaries on h b o so you can easily find it if you type in just art doc and you'll find find it there but uh, okay. it's super I'll corrupt man it's it's uh oh. it's super corrupt because they they short sell the artists in the beginning, they bring' them in, they buy their stuff for like fifty grand, and like you said. They do some kind of witchcraft and then boom, the next thing you know, it's like worth like 10 million. And the individual, the true artist who initiated the whole thing does not see any more of their art. And it's just it's, it's sad. But then, man, it's so obvious that they're moving this around to move money like for not for it not to get taxed. It's all bribery. It's all like it's just it's just rich people paying off other rich people. Really what it is with with with. I don't know, with with without without using money, you know what I mean, or so that it's not traced. Basically, um, it's just totally I don't yeah. Know. I mean, it's a big exactly.
1: mess, and I, I believe they get a tax benefit, like the rich get a tax benefit for benefit from buying an art piece, and then like they'll go and donate it to like a you know a museum or whatever it may be. Sure. And it's like that's like one way to like you know escape your 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 taxes and things like that. You can still like have this piece of art that's like you know um or in your name people and people off. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's
0: easier it's easier to move a painting than 200 million, you know, for those nuclear oh. warheads. You just send a couple of Picassos <laughs> and bascals and you get yourself like 10 warheads coming in at the port. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, Simple God. as that, dude. I'll tell you what, uh, there's been a painting 100% that's paid for like uh pedophile, you know, crap, 100%, man. And that's so mm. strange though to think about that like Think 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 about like a Monet paying for pedophile rings and stuff like that, which is probably has happened. That's how perverse things have happened. Like someone's paid off somebody, off like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I don't doubt. I don't doubt it at all. Or man. just I, I, or just to murder somebody, like you know, like can you kill this person? You know, here's a here's a I don't know a Picasso <laughs> or whatever. You know? Oh, um,
1: totally. But yeah, man. Um, totally. So, the, so the, the crypto side of this too is like um, uh, helping artists, you know, uh, earn, earn money um, off of that uh, painting or that, that piece of art as it grows and as it like um, um, becomes like a, a thing in, in, in the ether or whatever it may be. So I came across this company that's working on this um, and what they essentially are, are doing is like they're, they're adding crypto. Uh, like a blockchain ledger to the, Uh to a piece of uh, online art. Right. And from then on, right. You, as the creator of that, you will always own a piece of that art. And then uh, the derivatives of that art, because people will go and change it and things like that. You also earn a percentage off of that too, as well. And you can always, you know, for every derivative, you can always trace back to where the original was. So, like, for example, mm. like the Mona Lisa, right? Very popular, you know, piece of art. We all know that there's tons of, like, T-shirts out there, you know, that people make. Yeah. Um, People, will, like, you know, will change your face a little bit. Like, it's in Simpsons. It's in different shows and movies and things like that. So, like, you can – so what they're doing is essentially creating that paper trail of that piece of art. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was super cool, like, of of how they're trying to approach, um, you know, ownership. Earn royalties. Exactly. Yeah, kind of right.
0: like earn, earning royalties interesting man that's one thing i hate about the art world because it's all very subjective and you know some of these things like i'm I'm, there's there's talented people but there's some things that should not be worth 50 million dollars and you know it and you know it deep down uh, of the core of your soul and you know it it's just it's all garbage and because it's all garbage like right away when someone says this is good this is bad this is worth 10 million it's to me it's all fluff it's not true it really isn't mm. true, and I hate I hate it when people go and place a value of art by the by its monetary value because monetary value is so obviously fluff. It's made out of nothing, you know. It's just a bunch of individuals who are well connected with the right people to speculate for their benefit, you know. And mm. um, it's just frustrating because it's Absolutely, just bro. I don't know. It, it's it's tainted the whole the whole culture of art, you know what I mean? And I don't know, there's there's a lot that could be said there. But it, it's yeah. unfortunate that, especially when you watch a Christie's uh, auction, it, it, there's some eeriness to it if you really think about it. Like if you really look hard and take a step back to what's actually happening, like some of the most iconic pieces, and, I, and I'm not going like Warhol iconic pieces, I'm talking about things that are like, man, this is, tr- this is truly human expression at its core. And this is being bought for 10 million, and then they'll never see the the public will never see this again. It's going to be in yeah. some person's mansion. It's going to be in private collection. That's the saddest thing about this type of art uh, art auctions is that a lot of these paintings, it's private collections. If you want to see them, you're going to have mm. to Google them. and that's it. It's over. Unless the person dies and feels you know like they want to be a philanthropist, uh, perhaps you'll see them later on. But a lot mm. of these things are just hidden deep in private collection. And they'll never see the light of day. And it's just like hidden for the eyes of the few. And that's just so unfortunate. It really is. Super and that's, unfortunate, I don't know, bro. it's, it really I, is unfortunate.
1: Yeah. So two, two things, two things there uh, you reminded me of. So the number one is uh, the the first thing you said about like art that isn't technically in, in your opinion, like art that shouldn't be worth its value. Dude, I hate Rothko's. I think Rothko's, like, Rothko, <laughs> you know, Rothko paintings, bro, I hate them. Uh, yes. I'll, Okay. I, I'm like, yeah.
0: Fuck? Well, you say what you need to say, cause I got a lot to say about Rothko.
1: <laughs> I hate his shit, bro. And I one time, right, I had this friend of mine who's you know big art guy and was telling me about stuff, and he was like, oh one of my favorite artists is, is Rothko." and all this stuff, and I was like, "That guy's shit." I was like, that guy's work yes. is nothing, bro. Like, it's just a bunch yes. of you know, it's square colors and like little paint brushes. And, and for some reason, he yes. hit the fucking jackpot. You know, Rothko is, was in his fucking room, was like, "Damn, somebody wants this shit for ten million dollars? Fuck yeah!" That took me two yes. minutes to do, and like materials yes. cost me maybe two dollars. Like, <laughs> like yes. it, it's upsetting, you know. And and he has a humongous real estate wall, like a hum- humongous wall, tons of real estate in the MoMA, and I'm just like, this yes. is unbelievable that okay. like, this guy has this fucking spot.
0: It is, it is, I 100% agree with you. Rothko, I really do think it's just, if you do not know art, and you're a pseudo-intellectual, just pronouncing the the word Rothko like invigorates you and makes you feel important when you're not important you know what I mean it's just like it's like pronouncing like it's just like just to say oh Rothko it's like man you like hearing yourself talk about something that you know deep down inside is garbage but you like to say you like it because by saying you like it you, you 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 push yourself against the masses and you say, well, I like it because I'm seeing something deeper than what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? And so they, they, they make yes. them, they make themselves like, like a lot of people do this with film. Like, hey, man, that was a crappy film. And they're like, no, it's this. It's amazing. This and that. It's just you don't get it. You're not seeing. The, you're not reading between the lines. And it's like there's nothing between the lines. There's nothing to be read. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing. But you like to make it seem like there is. So that you can make other people feel lesser, as if they didn't analyze the subject, ma- the matter properly, and so you feel you puff yourself up. Dude, Rothko is crap, man. And any and and I'm sorry, a lot of people say that he's good, but the people who say he's good don't do. They, they themselves don't make good art. Okay, that's all mm. I have to say. And mm. so it's just, it's just, it's not good. it, it, it doesn't not. impact the soul. it, it, it not, doesn't man. impact the soul. Look, I'll <laughs> say this and I'll say this to all my audience members next time you're in a museum, okay? You will notice that the bigger the canvas, the crappier the art subject is because the art subject is so it's so unimpactful that the only way to make it stand out in a room of real art, they need to go double the wall size and make it huge. The only thing that's impressive Ooh. is how much money he spent on canvas. That's all that's impressive. Go to the MoMA, and you'll notice that the smaller pieces – have more life and more depth and, and, and more emotional vigor uh, life whatever than some of the larger pieces, because the larger pieces these these artists they won't tell you and they may not know it themselves, okay, but they will they will go bigger because their subject matter sucks and and that's mm. the only way they can make it impactful and, and and they are so detached from themselves, and the people who 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 go there are so detached that they think that it's being impactful for what it is. But rather, it's only because it's like two times bigger than you. And therefore, you're taken back and in awe of how amazing this person was. Like, no, the only thing amazing is how he logistically brought it here without tearing up the walls and how without breaking the canvas. That's the only thing that's, that's impressive, uh, how he logistically got it here. Nothing more and nothing less. And he probably wow. spent like two grand on the canvas. Go to the MoMA and there's there's, like a ve- there's only a few, th- the MoMA, half of the MoMA is crap. Straight up, it's crap. People just like saying the MoMA. The MoMA houses crap. There's only like a few things, and that's it. And it's on the fourth floor. And the fourth floor doesn't open until 11 a.m., okay? I hate that, because <laughs> the last <laughs> time I was in the MoMA, they, they 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 open the first three floors at 10.30, like at 10 o'clock, but you got to wait an hour for like the fourth floor, which I don't even know why they do that. They're just pretentious, and they just want to make it all look whatever. Anyways, I'm just saying, Next time you're that's at a museum, kinda... you it's just it's true, the larger the canvas, the crappier the art because the artist the knows that general. he has nothing because he has nothing else to do. So he says, "Well, we got to go bigger. We got to magnify it. We got to make it big." And so that's what they do. That is what they do. I've seen this pattern. I've seen it. And I hate all these pseudo art intellectuals who, who go taken back and they'll sit in front of a Rothko for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, you're so, you're, you're, you're so, you, you, I, man, I don't even know what to say. I just dislike these individuals and th- they are the most fake individuals that there can be for in existence. They should be killed. Okay. Murdered, <laughs> stripped of all their wealth. Okay. They should be barred from all legal employment and forced into a life of crime to make ends meet. Every, <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Aye. But 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 um, I do not like those individuals. <laughs> I agree with you.
1: I'm on, I'm on the same page. I'm on the same page. I'm just, I'm
0: just fired up. That's all. But but but
1: they deserve. Okay, 50, to them. F- 50 <laughs>
0: lashes in the public square. Fifty lashes. Yes, public.
1: Fifty lashes. Hot coffee spilled all over you. All that. Exactly. Um, the other thing you mentioned too that reminded me was um the christie's auction i think one, oh, of the, yeah. one of the best moments i think in the history of christie's auction or just art auctions period um and 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 i think speaks perfectly to like the art like you know the art establishment was that was that um was that piece by banksy that was on the oh movie, yeah and then he had a fucking mm-hmm. shredder in it and like mm-hmm. i, I just remember seeing the people's faces everybody was like on the phone you know trying to auction off this this piece of art whatever all of a sudden thing goes beep so it's like you know like uh pulling it down start shredding it right and you see the faces of everybody just drop right they're just like yeah. oh my god like they're losing it they're like oh shit like what the fuck is going on like this art's being destroyed right then the minute right then then like within a, like a couple of seconds not even a minute a couple of seconds people are like shit the price just went up and then they're all yeah, on the phone just exactly. like, making calls and i'm just like god this is the fucking art auction world period let like, me ask
0: you this now that yeah, no, that it, that it that it quickly, it's like there to capitalize on the new thing in order to make more. Let me let me let me ask you this: How do you? Because we said Rothko, uh, and by the way, I'll say this: uh, the only th- good thing about Rothko, there's actually a play based on Rothko, and uh, it's it's it, it's it's good. It's not bad, and I don't know where to find this, uh, and I forgot who the actor is. But there's a there's a theater play based on Rothko, and it's based purely on his studio and it's him and it's only him and his assistant uh studio assistant and it's quite interesting you may find it on youtube um mm-hmm. but uh what was i saying how do you feel okay on the on now that we're on the subject of art how do you feel about cause cause uh, cause? is that, is that how you pronounce cause? cause cause
1: yeah
0: how do you K- feel about him ws um and be honest me with me You're like yeah, cuz he's 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 up there with with the celebrity thing, and I don't know how I feel about his action figures. I don't know how I don't like. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about his stuff. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean he. So okay, so he. I I honestly I I do love Cause, but I do think that he's way too popularized now, and he's not yes. as he he's not as impactful to me as yeah. he used to be. And so I love yeah. Cause because number one, he started off as a as a graffiti artist, right? So he did you graffiti see, for a while, I, and I love this yeah. graffiti. And then, you know, from that, that grew into him um, doing this thing with, like, the vinyl toys, right? And he was one of the first artists that I I can recall that was, like, made this jump to Japan and started doing, like, work with Japanese, like, Japanese uh, artists and things like that. Like started i think he printed the toys actually there or made the toys there in japan and like was selling them you know there and, and here and things like that but I, th- yeah. I thought that was really unique as a as a move for an artist to make and then from there you know he made the jump from street artist to toy maker and then now then he started doing like you know fine art right quote unquote fine art or whatever yeah so i thought that like progression was really dope to see you know that happen you know but That's then obviously now you know, it's it's overplayed because, like, you know, it's the com- yeah. it's, it's the cause companion, and like everything is cause cause this cause that. You know, cause jacket, cause shirt. Like, it's it's grown yeah. to a place where, like, it's yeah, it's 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 Mickey Mouse now. You know, so it's not exactly. as as it is. Exactly,
0: and I see. I like this stuff as a graffiti artist because I just I, li- I like graffiti in general. Uh, but when he moved into the whole toy thing, I was like, dude, this just dude became Fisher Price. Like that's it. Like like this guy became a one-person Hasbro company. And for me, like that's when it it became too commercialized. Like yeah, it is unique in the fact that he pivoted and and, and he went into the the action figure kind of toy thing. But it just made him into I don't know. It put him up there with Marvel and action figures and like Batman. Act you know um figurines like it Mm. and it does feel like mickey mouse and it's it it, the the art or the the toys themselves it's not it's not like a real like uh it doesn't take your breath away it's just like okay here it is and it's overly priced Mm. the only artist that i feel like has has done the celebrity scene properly and has uh, hold true to his art and still he didn't water down his his art expression is Kondo George Kondo? I think he's done it. Mm. Uh, has done it the best because cause uh, he went that way and like you said, too popularized, which really we're saying too commercialized because he he went a weird route. And then who's the other guy? The one that his art looks like a bunch of emojis? uh Karisuma or Kumoso? I, don't, I I forgot his. Uh, Murakami. Murakami. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dude, it's just emoji art. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if you like him or not, but for me, it's emoji art, and I can't. I I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, it is nice, sure, whatever. But it's emoji art. It's it's good for Facebook's wallpaper at at their lobby. Like that's all. <laughs> like that's it's wallpaper at at a at a big tech company's lobby. That's all it is. And really, I think that's I,
1: what it is. I, I, so I, I, so I see some <laughs> or a working. sweater. <laughs> or a sweater yeah i see someone's work at um at um, at uh, forward modern um uh, a couple of years ago like uh, murakami uh-huh. and uh, um i love the so i like i love him because of um a lot of his work is like very psychedelic like japanese psychedelic it but is yeah. to your point he's similar to calls in 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 the in the on the side of like he's commercializing a lot right now too yeah. as well so like a lot of his art is like becoming like for kit you know pg right it's, it's not yeah it's not okay what, it's not who it used to serve and anything like that so like there's one i think there's like i looked at some of his old art like there's like a lot of nudity like a lot of like, there's like this one piece he has like a sculpture of like a hentai like you know a woman with like you know big boobs all that stuff and like I, it was pretty out there i was like oh this is crazy it was right next to like the kanye west bear that he designed. Design notes up, but then like, yeah. you see, like the evolution to where it is now, and it's definitely not that anymore. You know, okay. so yeah. So he's, yeah. You know, he's taken he's re- he's reduced <laughs> the amount of liberties he's taken and in, in moving yeah. his different market. You know, so
0: well we don't have to get into it, but I just want to put it on record: Jeff Koons is not an artist. That's all I have to say. Ooh. He makes he makes he makes lobby art, and that's it. He has Ooh. over like eighty assistants do his work for him. That dude is nothing but a rich man who throws money at it. He is not an artist. I'm on record. Jeff Koons is not an artist at all. He's just a guy with money. That's all he is. That's all he is. And I I, hate it. But anyways, shout out to Kondo. His stuff is good.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Kondo. I do love Kondo. For some reason, I felt like I heard Jeff Koons admitted to that. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, that's exactly what I do. Like, I'm not, you know. I don't know if that's true, though. Maybe maybe it's not. Um, But yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> <So> related, yeah <laughs> go so for wait, it <laughs> somewhere else yeah so related to what you were you were talking about um earlier about the japanese and it kind of relates to this too so obviously we know like in japan like the um uh the birth rate is like decreasing there people aren't having kids like they used to and things mm-hmm. like that well on top of that I read a read a uh, paper today about how uh, and this is probably commonly known but you know for me it was like i didn't really know the exact details of it but okay. apparently there's chemicals uh, in plastics, cosmetics, food packaging, all of this shit um, called uh, – I might be saying this wrong, but phthalates uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that, that are causing people to be um, – I mean not be able to have kids. Um, yep. for, what's, the, what's the word for it? Um, uh, like, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking non-reproductive. about. Non-reproductive non-reproductive yeah. uh, is it impotent no that's not,
0: it's not impotent, impotent yes is it yeah, oh, okay.
1: a, i think impotent's that word
0: yeah sure it, it can def- be all right
1: yeah and it's scary right to me that's very scary because like when i think about when i was reading through this and i was thinking about it i was like dude this is and it's it, i think it's I'm, i think i'm more scared because i'm a man than anything else sure. like I'm a, I'm a male so i i've read that there's species where like you know where the male side of the species dies out right because they're impotent right um they become useless right um and everything like that so then but then you know it creates longevity like the species has to survive so the so the so the female essentially becomes like um um hermaphroditic or i don't know what the word is where like you can you know you can have uh kids with yourself essentially or whatever sure yeah it's concerning when i think about this when i was listening when i was reading that i was like oh shit i was like male might die out and then like you know f- females are um are gonna just be the sole you know heirs of the earth not to say that's a bad thing necessarily but like mm-hmm. that's kind of just what i was thinking i was like oh shit like sure. if, if somebody's the first to go it's gonna be us you know, it's gonna be the guys right yeah
0: yeah because we pose the biggest threat yeah. <laughs> and, and, and 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 I don't say that to be sexist or anything like that I mean just we men are the general ones that go to war uh that's all I'm saying that's just a, that's just fact um mm. let me I'll say this the way you like and because i''m, I'm gonna add a little some spice to all of this right now what you what you're currently saying right now, had you been saying it ten years ago, you'd be on par with a conspiracy theorist a hundred percent and 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 because not only with the plastics but i'm going to bridge it to uh, something else pesticides a lot of the stuff that gets that gets sprayed on our crops uh, also has to, uh, has a lot to do with it too like that whole meme with like alex jones like they're putting pesticides turning the frogs gay and people ran with it and thought it was funny and outrageous well there's there's actual science to that and and sometimes they go the media goes outrageous on it to dismiss the actual facts that are underneath the meme which is pesticides and there's i can't name them all but there's certain specific pesticides that do uh block uh for males a some kind of hormone receptor kind of thing and 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 it has the potential to make us infertile same thing with the bpa crap uh it raise, it raises estrogen and lowers testosterone and i'm a cynic man i don't think these things are like the people on top and when i mean the people that are on top like i'm talking about plastic manufacturers uh whoever packages items or whoever produces pesticides or whatever, like this is not coming to a shock to them. I really do not think so. I, I think no, it's like, not. and I mean like Roundup, like Roundup came up out in Vietnam war. They were using that to like uh, for, for war. They were, I forgot what they were trying to use it for, but they noticed that when they were spraying it, I think it was like for chemical warfare. And they had noticed that when they were dropping it, a lot of the plants would die. So Roundup is is a byproduct of of like a chemical Agent orange? Yeah, or something like that. And and that's why like now you have all these commercials like have you have have you gotten cancer from using these products? And sure enough, Roundup is there. Like the the people on top, and when I mean people like the corporate people who are trying to make a bug do not care about you. And and so then when they put these things in there, like they don't care. But secondly, my hunch, my gut feeling is that the fact that it that erases estrogen and makes us impotent, I do think that there's something a lot more heinous underneath it all. I really do, because mm. I think if if you look, I'm not talk- and I'm talking about future future. Like it's obvious now that we're entering into a technocratic dystopia. Okay, well let's just let's play a little bit with that idea and let's take it to a hundred years. Like when you have a weakened male population, I'm not saying women can't fight. Okay, let's put that aside. Women can fight, but when you weaken the male population you make it easier for societies to be subdued, plain and simple. Especially when Bostic Dynamics has like a 100 years to perfect their strategy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so 100% for sure you're not going to have a fighting chance for whoever is on top trying to subdue you and, and make you submissive, whatever. But anyways, mm. that's, a quick, that's a big stretch, but I, I, I have noticed that. And and mm. I can't say for sure, but and, and I'm not trying to get into like the sexual topic right now, but I will say, in my own observation, uh, I, I've, I there's a lot more feminine men, and I don't know if it has to do with our processed foods, our plastics, BPA, the, the the stuff that's in the water. Like, there's a lot of things, and it does seem it's so broad and it's so across the board that it, it it's it's not outside the realm mm. of possibilities to assume that it's it, that it's intentional. That's all I'm saying, and mm. I'll leave it at that. Mm, okay yeah yeah I, mean, I know very conspiratorial i know i'm out there but yeah. i'm just k- keep an open mind that there's forces that are trying to subdue your soul that's all i'm saying okay you can call it I, chaos I call it whatever that. you want but there's there's something out there for you and they don't want you to feel vigor they don't want you to feel like you know what i mean they don't want that male mm-hmm. whatever so they're you know whatever I, mean, I, I don't know i, can be,
1: I believe it. i don't know if it was intentional or or not um but i, I believe that definitely there are there are things out there chemicals things that we produce um products and things like that are, are not good for health and we haven't seen the long-term effects of that but they put it out on the market anyways sure. for sure yeah. I, you know without a doubt in that um one thing that you did say that i don't i don't think i agree with i think I think if, if it was just a female population, I don't think they'd be subdued that easily, honestly. I, no. think, I think a female population, all female population would do better than all male population. Like guaranteed. I Look, think they would have I a, think... a longer survival than, than males would.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I know where you're going at. I think both extremes is no good. I think the natural order is that there be a combination of both. Okay, that the, the, mm-hmm. that the, the best is a, is a mix. Male and female, I think an extreme of both ends. I think there's like an imbalance into the natural structure of things. Whatever. Uh, I guess all I'm—I mean, I—but I, I—but I, I don't doubt that. Yes, I, I agree with you. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm just saying overall that history has shown that men tend to be the ones that are out there at war and doing all the violence for the females in order to protect uh, the nurturing mothers so maybe it's in- like
1: uh, okay i see what you're saying so early on maybe there's an issue there because like they need to get trained up you know the the social stigmas or like the gender stigmas have to like you know Look, be counterbalanced and things
0: um, it's it's a recent idea for the for the last 100 years before the last 100 years it, it was the way it always was you know it's mm-hmm. it's only recently kind of shifted a little bit because our mindsets are are are, are shifting a little bit in how we view things but it was quite quite the norm about 100 100 years ago really
1: yeah um, um but yeah. dude so so i just sent you a post from reddit it's a it's called the conspiracy chart <laughs> um that okay. I, I looked at i found the other day and i was like oh this is really cool cuz it, it, it helps me gauge where i'm at and where like you know <laughs> other people are at too so okay uh so there's there's a couple of levels um the bottom of the of the pyramid is ground in reality top is detached from reality so then there's like line segments of like different levels where you're at so like the first one is like speculation line underneath that line is like um uh operation mockingbird big tobacco lied about cancer right tuskegee experiment mk ultra all this shit all this shit is true right this is your things that actually happen right Above the speculation mm-hmm. line, sorry, above the speculation line is um, uh, things that where you know there's questions around there, not n- not necessarily proven yet, but there's definitely a big question there that you know, it could. There's a, probably probably those, these things being true: Area 51, Prince Diana, Epstein not killing himself, for example. And then the next level mm-hmm. after that is um, le- you're kind of leaving reality here. So this is where you get into like um, crop circles, right? The Beatles sure. never existing, which I never even know that was I didn't even know that was a conspiracy theory, to be honest. I know there's a movie like that, but yeah. that is very weird to know that people think the Beatles the don't way, exist.
0: The way I feel about this, truthfully, is that this kind of graph is is I, I get it and, and like I'm looking at it, some stuff is laid out correctly. And I think the unfortunate fact is that I think there's some things on the very top that do have merit but because it's covered with so much other crap that I think the general person who doesn't want to do any research will just dismiss it all on top. And I think mm-hmm. that's the point. Like, I think, the and, and the media is really good about this because I don't trust the media at all. I mean, they're, they're obviously biased, bought, I mean, a hundred percent biased. It's truly V for vendetta. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I can't, uh, yes. Like, I don't think they're really there. I mean, yeah, there is general facts that we can all agree upon, but, At the end of the day, I think it is very V for Vendetta kind of like they're just peddling whatever the current power force is, whether it's blue or red or whoever, whoever's paying the most or whoever. If it benefits your like pocket, they're just peddling whatever works. I I really do think that at this point that it's not the media we had or that our grandparents had in the 40s or 50s, like not at all. Like it's not objective at all. Definitely, and, but but the unfortunate part is that they 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 sprinkle in so much absurdity in it. Like Q QAnon, to me, that's like 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 watered down crap. Like you're not even a real conspiracy theorist if you're in Q- QAnon. Like that to me is garbage. Like you're not really at the actual core of it. Mm. Um, but there's a lot like Flat Earth. Like to me, that to me like those are extremes. But the downside is like for for me like George Soros. That dude is a hundred percent. Like you, you do your real research and you find out that this individual has his hand in things that is is hard to to like ignore. It really is. But once you talk about George Soros, you sound like Alex Jones, and then everybody dismisses you. And because everybody <laughs> dismisses you, they they they're not even willing to look at the few things that are a fact. And that's just the right. downside of it all,
1: you know. So, so one thing I did want to say about this chart, to to your point, too, like this is ever changing, right? And like like what was in the green section was was once in the red section you know what i mean like above yeah. right until facts happen and then you know, things happen and then facts were gained and things were uncovered, then they kinda of move steadily down this ladder, right? Into like more of like grounded in reality. I think what they should do about this chart technically is like not necessarily grounded in reality or detached from reality, it should be like evidence, right? But I also again like actual like documented evidence maybe might be one, but then yeah, then you have, you know, conspiracy theorists who are looking at this who are like, oh, actually, you know, that's not evidence or whatever, you might there's a question of evidence and things like that. But
0: yeah. yeah, and then and it's difficult because then, like, where do you find the evidence? I can give you – I can tell you right now if you're trying to find evidence by going through the Google search browser, you're not going to find it 100%. There's things that I was able to find back in the day when I first got into all this stuff back in middle school. You cannot find out at all, at all. It, it just is not there. You, you just cannot find it. And I'm sure it exists, but Google is putting it in there like 500 pages. Like, it's back in the far back. Like, you ain't going to find it. And and I don't know. I just, I think everything is being curated, I, uh, for sure. For the benefit mm. of, for who, I do not trust Google at all, man. At all. And yet, I have their Google Chrome thing, which is basically spyware.
1: Anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can go in degree. circles. I mean, but, but man, I, man, I just a, don't trust them.
1: A... I mean, there's a lot of software out there that is essentially spyware. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it is uh, a lot of it fact. is. fact. Yeah. Well known yeah. fact, dude. Um, Even
0: DuckDuckGo is not that great either. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, have used you, DuckDuckGo. I've used it and it's kind of like my default one. But uh, there's there's still like if you really want not, to not, you need a VPN. Like you really need to go and not just a free VPN. You need to go and pay for like the $10 a month VPN. Like if you really want to like not be found, like there's a lot more stuff you need to do. And you need to get rid of Google, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like Gmail, ah, dude, ah, I've been thinking of getting rid of Gmail because you know they're di- data mining my emails for sure. Uh, oh, the yep, one so that's are, being recommended sure. now is a uh, Proton Email. That one uh, is is pretty secure. Like, there's a lot, there's 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 a lot of encrypted emails now that are that, but you, but some of them are like um you got you have to pay for them, but um yeah. Anyways, um uh, sorry, most were you we gonna deft. say you gonna say something else? But the graph is good. The graph is good. It's just, I, it's just, it's just prone to manipulation. And I think the issue that it does, it just, it simplifies it like, oh, okay, well, there's a graph now, I can use that now. And and I think it just makes people lazy a little bit. Now, I'm not saying you, but I think a lot of people just like, don't put in the time to really like, well, let me actually fact check the, the, the fact checkers or fact check yeah. the graph, you know what I mean? Yeah, so,
1: so, so, so I guess to I guess correct kind of what I was saying too, like this is not like a, a good lever for me to, to see how much of a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist somebody is, it's more so like how um how much research has this person what's this person's knowledge of this world you know what i mean like for example when you mentioned george soros like i don't really know much about george soros at all right or Mm -hmm. if i look at like some of the top column here i'm like i've never heard of these topics ever in my life you know sure so like so i'm like so if i ever like come across a person who's like talking to me about what's going on here um adrenochrome or whatever that's actually something recent that i found out but if somebody's talking me about adrenochrome or whatever right now now i'm like okay you're like you're on that like you know you're, you're a bit deeper into this right whereas oh I'm okay talking, that's what you're saying you get what i'm saying like their, their a yeah. level of depth of knowledge i guess and they might not necessarily know they might not necessarily un, you know believe in adrenochrome or whatever that is on the top row but like they they know to an extent like uh, enough about it right at least more at least more than i do so that's kind of sure. that's kind of how, how i use this but but yeah
0: yeah, but no, but, uh, yeah, George Soros is a creepy dude, man. It's a creepy dude. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, dude, we're hitting at an hour, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you wanna, wanted to close off with or to say something? What else did you have on here? I had one about um, boom, Don't get me started on EuroLeak. Don't get me on EuroLeak, man, because that's going to open a whole other thing. No, dude, you already know what I feel about it. I think there's going to be a lot of good medical reasons, but then later down the road, no man I don't trust these people I don't trust Elon Musk man I don't trust his smile I don't trust anything about that man nothing (laughs) no not not that I don't trust him they're just uh, I don't know man you just when you have a billion dollars
1: you become detached and that's what I have to for say. sure he's yeah he's definitely detached for sure his optimism is like through the roof dude he's like unbelievably optimistic <laughs> it's crazy yeah I, I don't th- I don't think it's necessarily like that I that I don't trust him I, it's more so I don't trust the the uh, infrastructure and mechanisms around him right. Like the, there's a lot there's a lot working against us too you know even his op- sure. with his optimism there's there's capitalism involved and you know there's shareholders and things like that but yeah but okay yeah. so boomer fashion is one thing i guess we can close out okay on give this. it to me yeah <laughs> so this is inspired by i wrote this down because this is inspired by bernie sanders right the other day bernie sanders pulled up to to um the inauguration of joe sure. president joe biden and uh, he had, like, on the mitts and, like, the, the aesthetic, you know what I mean? Like, the gray yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the gray, uh, sweater or the brown sweater with the shoes. I was just like, yo, I was like, this guy is killing it, man. He's doing cro- – he's looking cozy. Like, he's looking fashionable, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he be- Dude, on, on the internet, he became, like, a fashion icon overnight, and it was unbelievable. And yeah. then it had me thinking, I was like, man, whenever I get that age, like, how am I going to dress? And then the other question, too, was, like, I was like – I got, you know how like a lot of people, at least boomers, like they had a great fashion when they were younger, right? Like they're like some of like the innovators of fashion, but like somehow like their fashion has kind of declined over time. And I feel like that happens a lot with, you know, with with people. Yeah, right? well, they, man. As they get older, they they don't care enough <laughs> about fashion or whatever maybe. be. I don't know what it is though. When,
0: when you have your like your fifth knee surgery, you stop caring about what you wear, truthfully. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you stop like, wearing skinny jeans because you can't put jeans.
0: <laughs> Dude. Like a lot of things fall into perspective. Like you're like, man, I can't even feel my lower back. Do I really care about looking fashionable? It's about, it's all about being comfortable, man. It's just all about mm. being
1: comfortable. It so, really okay, is. So the, so the issue is that co- maybe comfortable clothes are just not fashionable. So that's a, that's a, that's a fix that somebody needs to, you know, make, right? Is it? Like, I, I see. Here's I the thing: know. you can make it whatever you want to make it, man. Like,
0: if, if right now, if if uh, if Gucci or Bal- Balenciaga or all these people decided that, like a year ago, that what currently what Bernie Sanders is wearing or I don't know what old people wear going to Walmart wear, if they did a whole thing with serious, like with serious intent of like, no, this is the new thing, like they'd hundred percent a good portion of our culture would eat it up and be like, oh, yeah, they're right. Like, this is the new way forward. Like, how do we not see this? Like, I can see fashion bloggers be like, yeah, guys, like, this is the wearing this and that is a new thing. Like, we saw this coming five years ago when really it's all crap. It, like, I, I think, like, the the crap we see now is just it's just all, like, I don't know, it's all made up, man. It's all made up. It's just telling you what the new hot thing is. And they, I, I can assure you, like, they, Gucci could make anything hot right now and people would eat it up. So I think, like, a lot of these old people, like, if you just threw them on, if you took their clothes and threw them on models that are, like, 20 years old, like, uh, it would work. Somehow it would work. That's the thing. With good marketing, here's the thing, with good marketing, with with good marketing, anything can work, man. And we saw that with Hitler. We saw that with a lot of people. With good marketing, you can get rid of people. You can, like, you can do whatever you want, man. As long as your propaganda is good, like, people will will follow in line and, and eat the shit. Eat the shit, one hundred percent, and because humans do that, man, they like to be told what's cool, and so yeah, man. This is is true. To be clear,
1: too, I'm, I'm also I'm also very skeptical of like of like high fashion. You know because I do know that yeah. that works in circles, right? Like that, you know, there's a very seclusive, you know, secluded circle that that kind of goes about and defines what the next year or next couple of years looks like or whatever it is. I'm definitely yeah. like very questionable, skeptical about a lot of those fashion choices for sure. Like, mm-hmm. one of the things I fucking hated was like those, the new like platform Gucci shoes, like you know, the big chunky shoes that they always oh, yeah. had. And, like, people wear them. I was like, dude, that shit looks ugly as fuck. Like, I would never wear that. It's, un- it's not ergonomic. Like, it doesn't fit in anything. Like, you can't put that in a backpack or a bag. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. So. But
0: I do like high fashion for the sense that, and, and, and this is me being an ass, but I like it because when I see people follow the trends, I know I know who to avoid. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you're, you're an individual who likes to be told. By people on top of what to wear and what's cool, and you cannot mm. dictate yourself that. And that that alone tells me where you are in, in the tiers of 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 individualism and and mindedness mm. and free thinkers. Like okay, like I rather look, I rather do, I rather do what Mark Zuckerberg does and wear the same fleece shirt every day than show any signs of me submitting to the current trends. Like I do not like that. Like there's nothing. There's nothing mm. more co- co- conformist than doing what Gucci's telling you is hot right now. And and it's interesting that, as I was telling my mother the other day, it's interesting because I was looking at my Vans. I was looking at my shoes, the classic classic Vans, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, how did this shoe become a, a, a countercultural shoe? This is the most basic shoe, basic design ever came. Like, there's only one stripe going through, and it's basic, man. It probably cost them like a, less than a dollar to make this shoe. And somehow it's like anti-cultural but then everybody has this and it's interesting how like the anti-cultural clothes has now become the mainstream so oh, i was telling like i was telling my mother's i was like the new counter culture is like wearing khakis now like you got to go back to what was like lame lame and then your counter culture like if you want to look lame go get a get a get a like a go, go get khakis get get normal dress brown shoes get a dickies brown belt and and go get a, like I don't know a Nike golf shirt or something I don't know like it really I I don't know man it's just it's just I just don't like it I hate I hate all that crap man I hate it it's just uh, I hate it man it's just and people find their worth in it and I and I hate that even more it's like man you know I just want to
1: strangle these people out in public. <laughs> yeah, the, so, the social status part of it gets me gets me ticked off a lot too it's like yeah I own this thing dude. so because I'm a part of this you know specific social and they support. look down on you yeah, they look down on you
0: they're like oh you're now wearing this it's like they're basically saying look how I've assimilated and conformed to a corporate brand and because you didn't I'm better than you because you didn't conform I'm like dude you, you have it all wrong that person is better than you because they didn't conform like you you don't even you don't get it you don't get it and and you should die basically that's the conclusion <laughs> that we're kind of come up with is that you should die
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, you're the a opposite, poison to the opp- society
1: the, the poison society there's a, the opposite <laughs> of this too is like i because i i collect streetwear and stuff like that and like i like yeah. to think about it as like um uh, kind of like pokemon cards right it's like <laughs> i got this thing yeah like, like I got this thing right i got this no, it's thing true you know what I mean? Like so you're like you're part of this club. Like you're you're into the same interest that I'm into. You know, like now I can tell that you have Pokemon cards too, so we can talk, we can trade, you know what I mean? <laughs> we can talk about things related to that. And like it's kind yeah. of like in, in the opposite way, it's kind of like um it signals to me, you know, where this person's world is from or what they do. Sure. You know what I mean? So like it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a attribute that we can like relate to each other. And it's guess
0: community. In it's like, community. Yeah. And that's the good thing. I'll say this, like not to completely destroy. It, there is community. And 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 when you're still like if you're still doing the thrift store thing, you're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And you're still your own person. Yeah. OK. I respect that. Like everybody does that, you know. Uh, so oh, there is God. community. And like you said, there's a Pokemon thing. And so for that, that is a positive because I know there's people that connect with that manner and it's good to connect with your fellow man with a common subject. I'm just saying the people who are really bratty about it, uh, man, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who ha- just have the money. And that to me is just like, I'd rather you look homeless and I'd have more respect for you if you wore something else that it wasn't, you know, you know, advertised to you or whatever. <laughs>
1: Mm. Yeah. So I do thrift thrift shops fucking that that triggers the hell out of me. I don't even want to really I don't go down. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do another five minutes. Tell me, why does it oh, do man, you?
0: give it to me? Give up. it to
1: me. Dude, the pop culture fucked up thrift shops, man. Uh, uh, like the thrift shop like How the, so? the core of a thrift shop is to help is to help the poor, you know what I mean? Help people who, who don't have uh who can't afford better, right? Oh um, yeah, or, yeah or more. And like I used to work at a thrift shop. Like back in college, oh, you like I I loved it, dude. And this was before like all the big buzz around it, stuff like that. And like my regular customers were like, you know, just old people. They'd come in, they'd sell, you know, they sell things and they, or they exchange them for other stuff, whatever, little antiques yeah. and things like that, little t-shirts, whatever it is. Sometimes they package them and send, you know, send them to their grandkids and things like that. And that was so cool. But nowadays i went to the thrift store like i think last year like uh, before kind of covid hit and um i you know i found i found this t-shirt that i really liked and i was like okay let's check it i was like oh it's probably like five bucks you know that's what i'm used to right um yeah. I looked down at the price dude it was like it was like a 30 dollars t-shirt and i was like oh really I was where like, are you going,
0: going is this buffalo exchange dude, this was-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this is goodwill, dude. This is oh, wheel. really? The, the, yeah, the T-shirt mm. was just like a brand-name T-shirt. I don't. I'm trying to remember what it was. It might have been uh, Nike yeah. or something like that. But it's because big, like, big cities,
0: big oh, cities, yeah. is not where it's at anymore. If you want, okay, if you want to do real thrift shopping, you drive two hours to a small town. It's really, and and that's the good side of the where I'm at right now. Like we don't have that kind of culture, so when you hit the thrift stores, you're still getting things like no, no more than six bucks, and you get good mm. things. But if you go big city, man. Thrift stores in Austin are dead. They're basically just retail shops, truthfully. You know, like, dude, dude, to the point where Goodwill has a boutique Goodwill, and everything's just regularly priced. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, you're just another retail store. Like, how is this even Goodwill?
1: no dude right it's (sighs) it's it's removing the purpose of it right even and it's like isn't goodwill like this whole like beneficial like it's goodwill it's literally named goodwill it's like you see benefit of the people it's a charity right okay it's a a non-profit
0: but but when every when any business has that kind of sign like when it's like what was the other thing you were saying you were saying something earlier you had a different company name and you said it and i forgot what it was uh, but like goodwill, when anything has that name like that, they're doing the opposite of what their name says. Like the ministry of peace is actually the ministry of war. Okay, so goodwill is doing the opposite of the goodwill, literally. Okay, mm. it's just it's just a pattern that I've noticed, man. Um, oh, Robin Hood, I think
1: Robin Hood was what we we're. Oh, talking
0: about. Robin Hood! There you go. Yeah, Robin Hood. They're doing the opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. Like 100%, <laughs> man. 100%. Like Subway Eat Fresh. No, wrong. Look at the ingredients in their bread. It's basically a chancla. It's a it's a foam uh, sandal, is what they're giving you. Like, <laughs> dude, I used to. Okay, I don't know if if we're falling into any legal things, but I used to work for Subway, and I would avoid the chicken breast because that's not chicken breast. And I and I would at least have them remove some of the bread inside because you don't want to <laughs> eat the full bread. It's not good, man. That thing rises too quickly, dude. I remember I had to prep it the night before by the time i went back in the thing was already baked almost i didn't have to throw it in the oven i was like what's going on with this bread where i don't even have to touch it like it's already done it, oh it's my it's God. it's 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 weird dude but i'll tell you about the chicken breast you leave it out there sitting for more than maybe half an hour it it it, it decomposes it becomes something else man it it loses its <laughs> structure like it 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 changes matter like it it breaks down and becomes this puddle of what looks like chunky milk like, it really is oh interesting.
1: Oh, my God. But anyways. Dude, I, dude I've, I've hated Subway, like, always. <laughs> like, I've never yeah. liked Subway. And I had friends who, like, fucking, like, are well, like religious. Well, I had Subway, Subway today. So, <laughs> but you see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but <is> I <laughs> so, <cool. laughs> oh, but, and so, that's why it's fresh. But you see, I always go <laughs> veggie, man. I always go veggie, all right? I always go veggie, have removed the bread. And, and that's about it. But here's the thing with the veggies at Subway. It, it all tastes like vinegar. Like eat okay, eat the pickles, eat the banana peppers, eat the black olives, and tell me you even taste a difference. You don't. Wow. You're basically eating. Like... You're eating. You're eating structured vinegar. Is what you're doing. Wow. That's all it is. Maybe really, they
1: use vinegar as like some type of like uh, sanitization like device. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, like it to... comes in bags. Depressing bags. Like it really does. Like. Um, yeah. The only thing that's probably good there is uh, I think their turkeys okay, but I, I don't know how they treat their turkeys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god cool we'll close it out on that all right man all right good thanks for listening guys